this episode of Collateral Gaming Bonus Round, we delve into our top five favorite boss battles in gaming, and we do a random game review on New Super Mario Bros. Wii. So stay tuned. Welcome to Collateral Gaming Bonus Round. I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Dakota Chancellor. And we are podcasting straight from San Antonio, Texas. What is and it? we are a 420 friendly podcast. So whatever you have, be it blunts, bongs, dabs, joints, smoke it if you've got it, my friends. Smoke it if you've got it. Smoke a lot of it. I'm going to need a lot of it for this episode. <laughs> Well, you know, especially during this time of quarantine. Uh, yeah, there's not really much else to do right now, honestly. <laughs> we, we are actually officially quarantined. We um, are momentarily uh, not working our jobs, although looking into, you know, possibilities for working from home. And I've got a lot of time for gaming, a lot of time for focusing on the podcast right now. So it's been pretty great. Yeah, a lot of time for everything, everything other than doing what we need to do, like, you know, work and school and all that. But, you know, oh, well, who needs to do that? It, yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> and the government, where's my money? <laughs> yeah, the government will take care of it, right? I don't know. Um, I mean, we're we're in a pretty fortunate situation, so we, we've kind of got things taken care of, but... Um, so being able to, to, you know, be off from work is nice. But for, you know, some of us out there, maybe that's not true. So we're tremendously sorry. Um, but uh, consider this podcast our apology. Consider this our, uh, our little gift, our little contribution during contribution. this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just something to listen to. Um, this is going to be a little bit more relaxed than our normal episodes. Yeah, we don't really give a fuck anyway, so... <laughs> this is going to be more like our collateral gaming extras but we're rebranding it collateral gaming bonus round bonus round um it is kind of um an analog to collateral cinema director's cut uh and we're going to kind of tweak the format a little bit here instead of just bullshit um we are going to kind of stick to a topical format you know about gaming we have a few topics um that being today starting off with a top five yeah, top five, what was it? Uh, boss battles, right? Yep, top five boss battles in the world of gaming. Um, this is going to be a fun list to go through. Uh, Dakota and I have played a lot of games together. Um, I think you can kind of get a glimpse at you know, what kind of gamers we are personally from our choices on this list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess we'll get right into it. Um, as much as I would like to say, you know, Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid, unfortunately, I've never played those games. I so. haven't played Metal Gear Solid either, but eventually that's something I think we want to put on because I've heard enough about it. And that Psycho Mantis boss battle is like right it, insane, where you have to plug your controller into a different port just to beat the boss. <laughs> I guess that's an honorable mention there, except we haven't played it. So yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no. Starting at number five, um, I'm doing uh, Quadraxis from Metroid Prime Two Echoes. Ah, Prime Two Echoes. I'm trying to remember that boss battle. So I was young when we played Echoes. Did you get that far? Did you get to the yeah, Sanctuary Fortress? Yeah, but I remember Fortress? watching you play it. I was, yeah. I, nonetheless. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I've only 
fought Quadraxis once or maybe twice, but I remember it being a boss battle that was um, extremely difficult. It was it was difficult <laughs> up until then, maybe the most difficult. And um, well, I don't know. Some of that shit was there was a lot of bullshit in that game. <laughs> uh, it's I don't know. Maybe one of maybe my favorite out of the Prime trilogy. I don't know. Maybe Corruption. Anyway, Quadraxis is, is um, was unique at that point because uh, this boss battle required that you make effective use of all of your weaponry and, and you know all the abilities right. you've gained up until this point. Originally, you know, I was going to put Metroid Prime, the titular enemy from uh, oh, there's the baby <laughs> from Metroid Prime. Well, if that's you didn't my know, daughter in the a, background. Yeah, we have a guest star today. That'll be the Hazel Bean. Dad, 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 dad. Yep. Special her. guest Hazel Chancellor. Hi, baby. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Quadraxis, Quadraxis was an interesting battle because um, you, you had to make use of not just one single ability that you'd learned, but, but a lot of them. Uh, Metroid Prime had a similar quality being the final boss of, you know, uh, the game titled after it. Right. And uh, it had you use all of your beams, and that's an honorable mention for me just because... Um, I mean, that's a very epic final boss battle, like a, a lot of these in the list are, um, and uh, or at least in my list. And, you know, just, just the whole elemental um, weaknesses and things. That that was a cool component. That was a really cool component. I remember that. The, uh, oh, there's there a lot of elements in that game. Yeah. But Metroid Prime 2 kind of has that edge of, you know, you're in the dark, uh, dark ether. So right. I was about to say the dark world. That's Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Or Thor, the Dark World. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, in, in Dark Aether, um, you know, that constantly saps away your life energy. And um, at this point in the game, you've got some, a better better armor that can um, negate that to some extent, but you're still losing, you know, about one point a second. Right. And, um, yeah. But thankfully... <laughs> Sorry, my daughter just looked at me. It was really cute. <laughs> Um, but thankfully, um, but, but there's actually no, uh, no light beacons in that boss battle. So, but, uh, that was my number five of Dakota. I guess you didn't play too much into that, but you remember, you know, me playing the, that game, right? Right. I remember you playing that a lot. And I also played multi, the multiplayer with you a lot. That was a lot of fun. I particularly remember that just the multiplayer aspect in general. Um, I guess next on our list here, uh, after what was it? Your Quadraxis would be number four. No, you're number what? five. Oh, I'm number five. My number five. Okay, My number five, and then your number five. You didn't explain this to me earlier. Ah, yes, number five was uh, in Fable Three was the Crawler. Uh, that was a good one because uh, your, your your battle at the end was was, was pretty intense. I mean, it, it was pretty freaky. Of all the Fable games, I'd like to say that that was one of the scariest scariest boss boss battles that I had played. And because it was at the end, and you think everything's gonna go great, and then the crawler comes and terrorizes your entire kingdom after you've already became king. You know what I mean? And you don't have a chance to like do anything because this darkness is coming, and you have just a little x amount of time to save yourself and the kingdom. Uh, and then, ugh, Walter. Rest in peace, Walter. That was an emotional boss battle. And I think it sure was. For, for us, for a lot of the items in this list, it's not so much how challenging that battle was or, or just even just how fun made, the really. gameplay is, but a lot of it is the cinematic qualities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I think the, the epicness of it, being you know a final confrontation in a lot of cases, um, 
you know, give, makes makes the boss battle all the more compelling, um, you know, story wise. In so, yeah, I remember that that was particularly emotional. Um, having to face Walter and and him dying at the end. Spoiler alert! But we, you know, we we had our episode. We on had, yeah, we had already. our episode. So if you didn't listen to our episode, you, you probably shouldn't because it was our first episode and that was miserable. But uh, <laughs> just watch it and you'll understand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was that was interesting, um, and and kind of, you know, the other part of that was was just how creepy the crawler was, um, fighting against him earlier, but not as a boss, you know, just kind of as a force, um, was terrifying, and then seeing him inside of your you know beloved mentor, but um, but yeah, no, we have a lot to say about Fable Three. Um, in our previous episode, go check that out. It's our pilot episode, or maybe don't check it out because it's probably our worst episode. <laughs> yeah, or not? You just go check it out. Just just compare it. Compare it with. I think we're slightly less shit. Didn't you even like post something else about that? Like an actual like a let's play? Did we do? Let's There's play a one? let's play. There's a let's play, and it is completely free. Um, it's it's our only let's play that's going to be free. It's the only uh, let's play that's out right now, but. It's um, our let's play commentaries are going to be more like Patreon content, which we've talked about before. But in, in this case, um, there's definitely something to check out. Yeah, yeah, check out the Fable Three Let's Play, particularly because it's our only one, and we need someone to check out something and kind of get hooked. And we're we're putting out more Patreon, uh, more Patreon content like the uh, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, a name that will come up in this episode. Yes, more on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right at my number four was Dark Bowser um, and the Dark Star Core and Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Oh yeah, that was good. And I was thinking about this, and I had to include an RPG somewhere in the list, and I, and I felt like a turn-based RPG, you know, boss battle. Absolutely, particularly because we're doing our Mario uh, review after this. It's good to have a little bit of Mario in there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be doing a Mario review at some point this season. I thought you were talking about the one we're doing today and this episode, the new Super Mario. Oh Burger. shit, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I thought you were talking about specifically about this game. No, just today. No, like just Mario in general. Yeah, yeah, no, that's going to be our um, random game review later. Um, stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. It's a lovable, um, very unique RPG series uh, as a whole. And then Bowser's Inside Story, um, I think, is the best game out of there. And, and recently it was remade. There's a you know 3DS version. Um, plus Bowser's Minions. And like I said, that's an episode at some point we're planning to do. Hopefully Eventually. as a bonus this season or something. We can only hope. But um, but yeah, though, this again is the final boss battle in the game. And um, it's kind of the... There's, there's a pattern with the Mario and Luigi series and having Bowser in some... You know transformation, right? But this one is unique in that you you know you play as Bowser, and that was one of the uh, the best parts about Bowser's Inside Story was that a lot of the boss battles in the game, you actually had components where you played as Bowser and components where you played as Mario and Luigi inside yeah. Bowser's body. Is a lot of fun. It really is. There was a lot of gameplay mechanics involving that, but also you know transforming, taking that into the boss battles. Bowser could swallow people. He had this ability to let him suck him in like a vacuum, and then the Mario Brothers mm-hmm. would fight them in, on the inside. So a lot of boss battles took advantage of that and actually had um, uh, a pattern where Bowser would suck something in, they, the brothers would fight it, and the Dark ba- Bowser, Dark Star Core fight really utilized this to the best extent. It has that epic feel 
like you know a final boss battle should have. Um, it's probably maybe not the most difficult, but it's difficult enough that it, it's a challenge. But you still feel like like a badass, and I I don't think final boss fights in most games should be the most difficult of the game. Right, I, I agree. They, they really don't necessarily should, necessarily should be because, like, for instance, you're, another game we'll talk about later, well, I probably shouldn't even mention it really, but it, the, the, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is getting cut out this episode, well, Dakota. Oh, this, well, this is, this is a bonus episode. This is why we can't have nice things. So I'm not even, I'm, I really don't want to go back in and, and edit yeah, any you know, of this. Let's fuck it all to hell. <laughs> this is this is why we can't have nice things in the first place. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, no. What did what did you think about that one? Which one? Dark Bowser. I had no. And Dark Star Core. You remember that? You no, remember playing I, Mario and Luigi with me? I remember. Well, I remember the big boss battles. Like I remember, like you blowing in the microphone, and that was great. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't pay attention as much. I just remember very. I remember very little. Of Dude, it. the giant boss battles were badass. Maybe I should have really? put one of those in there. But I don't know. This one also has that epic quality. Um, the giant, any of the giant boss battles in Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, of course, um, were were amazing. Um, but yeah, and then we've got your number four, Dakota. Oh yeah, my number four, uh, Skyrim. Uh, I was just looking at multiple videos on this actually. Uh, your Alduin fight, which is really interesting because you you start off watching it through a flashback before you fight him, a flashback of like three other heroes fighting him. Mm -hmm. And then you end up fighting him later with those same three heroes. And the only reason you win this time is because you're there, obviously. But then he ends up escaping anyway. So it's like, what's the point? But it's a really cool battle. I remember it being really epic. I don't know. I, when I played Skyrim, I was like 12. So I remember the game being a lot more yeah. epic than maybe it was. Maybe it is. But I mean, people still play that game to this day. So it cannot be that bad, right? It's a beloved classic. And it was exactly. you know, remade. You know, with the Elder Scrolls not having... Uh, uh, released a game this generation kind of shows how far Skyrim, you know, has reached right and its legacy. But um, I never really got that far. I never did. Um, I never got to Alduin. I never really got very far in Skyrim at all. But uh, well, there were aspects of the game that I didn't even realize were in it because when I played it, I just kind of main main you know mainstream the story. And I went through the Elder Scrolls story, got the Elder Scroll, fought Alduin because I was fighting a bunch of dragons. That was really all I found fun about the game at the time, you know, and just exploring in general. But I didn't realize that you could, like, be a vampire or a werewolf or some shit. Like, I didn't realize till all this time later and all my friends are playing it and like, yeah, are you a vampire or a werewolf? I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you can do that in this game? Like, it's wild. There's a lot of things you can do. The the um the dragon boss battles actually all of the dragons that you fought in the game were a lot of fun. They, they are. It's interesting. I guess they all have the same. I guess mechanics really when fighting them. You know, just shoot them out of the sky when they get down. Do more damage to them with your you know actual melee weapons. But it was still a lot of fun to play. I mean, I I had I had a lot of fun with Skyrim. I remember it, and I I would love to pick it back up again. It's just I haven't even seen it in forever, so I have no idea what to even do with it. Yeah. It, it's been a while, but we're we're going to talk about Skyrim at some point on the podcast, of course. Um, unless Elder Scrolls Six comes out first, but right, um, Sky, we'll Skyrim. I, I think because um, I think it's going to be the most interesting to talk about out of the Elder Scrolls game. Well, I haven't played any other ones as extensively as I've played Skyrim, which I haven't played that extensively <laughs> exactly much as it is. But um, I, I got a decent way into there, and I, I love you know I love. Um, a lot of the aspects of the game definitely going to be fun to talk about. Um, my uh, 
my number three on this list is kind of interesting. This is um, I felt like I needed to include a melee type game um, boss battle, and in this case, I chose I think probably I guess my my favorite action game, my favorite fighter, um, which is Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. I don't remember the boss battles in it though. I just remember the multiplayer I was playing really. But I mean, I guess if it has anything to do with with, with the story of the manga, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you know, Ninja Storm 4 is like the final one. It, it represents the end of the Naruto series. Right. I'm, I'm a huge Naruto fan. So I'm assuming you mean the Naruto versus Sasuke battle? Naruto versus Sasuke. Yeah, that, that, was, that was wild. Sasuke Uchiha is, is my favorite uh, boss battle from that game. And my number three on the list. Um, and, and it's the final fought, fight between Naruto and Sasuke at the Valley of the End. Um, there's definitely a very epic feel to it. Um, I like the um, quick time event sequences. And mm-hmm. I like... Um, I think the only thing that would have made it better is if they just kind of made a giant boss battle with Kurama and Susanoo, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I like the ending of it. I like the cinematics. I love the the story. I think I like the extra part that they add in this game um, during that fight that really has a lot of emotional quality to it. Um, you know, the last game, well, I guess the last, last one, because we're not counting revolution here, but ultimate Ninja storm three had kind of that branching, um, had that branching storyline at the end so that they could kind of finish it off. And that part also wasn't part in, in the manga originally, but there's, there's a story section right at the end that, you know, it's kind of, it's, it, it's an, uh, it's an adjustment of how the final battle goes. Right. But anyway, remember that Naruto like fighting Toby and then breaking his mask. Um, oh yeah. I with his bare fists he does as a game i remember and he's like this is gonna hurt you know that was that was just a really awesome moment too because um you had like everybody calling out to naruto like naruto naruto Naruto. yeah i remember that that was really (laughs) cool but uh that kind of happens in the ninja in the ninja storm 4 fight as well uh with sasuke um he uh he like naruto's like falling in the water you know in the river and uh then it's got you got the imagery of like all the people in his life like pushing him up and, and that was really right. powerful so in the boss battle itself is fun it's got more of the you know the traditional fighting sparring that's in the game um combined with um with some of those like quick time event sequences and then even some other sequences where like naruto and sasuke are just completely like beaten up yeah and you're just slowly moving naruto slowly dragging him along yeah that would remember playing that, that was it, was, fun. it was a nice touch Watching and, and play, yeah. definitely that was the most cinematic i think of the storm games or of naruto games in general so i really enjoyed that quite a bit um and i remember that was that was one that you'd played as well dakota yeah i know i did i played that one that one was a lot of fun um i mean i don't remember pl- i didn't play through the whole story mode did i i thought we got through all of it maybe i did i don't honestly i, I couldn't remember yeah. I, I might have there was the Road to Borrow to DLC 2, and that was pretty cool. There were some cool boss battles there as well. Um, that's notable to mention. But um, And what's at your number three? Oh, yeah. My number three was uh, the Star Wars uh, Fallen Order. And I know it's kind of not really a boss battle, but uh, it would be the Darth Vader one, which you can include the Trilla fight scene if you wanted to as well, because at that point, like the... the Trilla scene is just fantastic, just fighting yeah. Trilla, you know. And we just did our episode on it, so I, I can't really say what yeah. I want to on about that. But I mean, uh, t- 
fighting Trilla and, you know, the Darth Vader coming in and just taking over that entire cinematic, just, oh, I can't even talk about it. It's so, like, breathtaking. It's amazing. Felt like a horror game. It did. It felt like a horror game. It was so intense, and that was, that was by far one of my favorites. That's why it's number three on my list, because it's just so intense. Yeah. And and that whole boss battle in general, because... The Darth Vader you never actually fight, so it's more of just kind of like a cinematic event. But right. I, I think it's the conclusion to the Trilisaduri or you know the second sister boss battle. So you know just that whole fight as a whole has a very epic quality. Um, one of the harder fights boss battles in the game, definitely. Absolutely. I I think it's the first time I actually toned down the difficulty and beat the game and pussy difficulty. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was uh, I jumped down to not to story mode, but to no, I think I did jump down to story mode because I was just getting sick of it. I just wanted to beat the game. Uh, and I, I was I knew how to beat the fight, but... You just couldn't time it right. I get it. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I right. was that way in most of the game. Fighting the Nine Sister even, I was like just so difficult. That one I got through. You know, the, I, I like did. I, said, I, got I never, through it, I'd but... never lowered the difficulty you know, down to that. I had it down at... Jedi Knight after failing at Jedi Master, but <laughs> right. uh, definitely want to go through that again and fight. You know, there was a lot of cool boss fights in that game. I agree. Um, and I, I would have included it, but I just, I think I just needed to include not just more, you know, recent things that we've done, but also um, just, you know, hallmarks of, of my gaming history and your gaming history. So that being said, the next boss battle on my list impressed me enough um, from the game that we are about to record. Um, that I go, went ahead and added it. And that is, the again, the final boss fight. Like I said, a lot of final boss battles in this list. Because, you know, for me, it's just, that's just something I personally enjoy quite a bit. And that kind of adds that epic quality. But it's Baldur from God of War uh, 2018, the PS4 game that we're, we're going to be recording next episode. Yeah. Uh, this boss fight is my favorite, I think, because of... And it was tough because the, the dragon, you know, boss fight with uh, what are the fuck you call it? Horizailer? Horizailer? I don't know. I don't know how I um, his names. Another honorable mention, but um, I just that was a totally cool. Secret room. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know this is intense, but I'm playing Super Mario Brothers Wii in the background, and I'm, I'm I just found a secret room. Hey, my boy. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, that dragon boss battle was, was fucking cool. There's the whole thing. I watched you play that just now. Um, and um, just yeah. the whole feeling of like, I beat a, ba- a dragon. It was intense. No, it was a really cool fight scene. Like that's why I, I, I liked it better than, than Skyrim. Cause Skyrim and, and when you, when you fight, it's more like it, you when you fight Alduin, for instance, it's like, okay, you're fighting another dragon. Like they're all the same. You're just fighting a bunch of dragons. I mean, it's cool the first time and then maybe the second time. And then, the third time you're like okay i can i can fight dragons now but in this one it makes you really think like holy shit this dragon's intense like i just killed this motherfucker with my kid like Mm -hmm. it's wild that was that was a fucking cool moment um just i you know taking down a dragon but even cooler than that was fighting you know even i think a little bit more intimately with a uh, atreus in the final fight um because there's that um there's those i guess the only actual uh, anything re- resembling quick time event sequences, because um, this is the first God of War game to not, you know, feature the quick time events. And um, this, and there's, there's, I think one other part of the game that kind of get close to it. But you do have, you know, some of that, those elements in this fight, uh, which makes it really cool. Just watching uh, Kratos and 
Atreus, you know, fight together um, and take down Baldur is just a really badass moment. Um, and it's got that grandiose quality. Um, you're fighting fucking Thammer's corpse. Um, and uh, you've got Freya there. There's just emotions flying everywhere. Baldur's mad as hell because, um, but also kind of, I think, like full of life because, um, well, we won't get into the spoilers, but. Um, it's, it's a badass fight and it was definitely a high point for me when I was beating the game. I was so excited and I was like, Dakota, you have to watch this. This right. is so fucking good, dude. No, like it's crazy. You're going to get there. You're going to get, get there. there and we're going to talk about more about God of war, uh, next, next episode. episode. Yeah. Alrighty. So, um, that leaves us coming up close. Um, we've got, we're at number two now. Yeah, number two. Here we go. Um, well, I don't know. Mine aren't really necessarily in any particular order because I really did like Star Wars, um, this new Star Wars one. But I can definitely remember playing um, Breath of the Wild's Calamity Ganon. And that was that was a pretty intense fight. And, and even more so the Dark Beast Ganon. And the Dark Beast Ganon, exactly. Just, just fighting all the different different pieces of Ganon, the, the, the multiple fights during the game, the Windbreaker Ganon, and then what was it, the... The, what are all the names of the bosses? yeah that's true if you if if you actually don't um fight uh fire blight fire water blight, blight thunder blight, blight yeah. or winter, wind blight Ganon, wind blight there you go if you don't beat them early in the game they ha- you have to fight them at the end right before you fight calamity Ganon. All yeah in a row. so it, that could be a very tough fight and i think there is it just even throughout the whole game like that those are intense battles like yeah. you have to really use your head and think and play and it's it, they're, they're hard boss battles but yeah, the last one. I mean, I w- once I got to that point, I kind of understood how all the mechanics work. So fighting the fighting the boss really was not that hard for me. Yeah, and I kind of particularly remember that playing and be like, "Wow, this wasn't actually all that bad." But it, I still had that intense feeling, like, "Hey, I'm beating the shit out of this guy." Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I know how to fight him now, and so that's kind of what it more felt like. Like I, I was having a lot of trouble in the beginning, but now I know what I'm doing, and so it makes sense that I wouldn't fail. Right. Yeah. No, no I agree. Um, this is a case where the final f- boss, you know, objectively is the most difficult fight. Um, and it does work in this game. But um, it's not harder for you, like you said, because you've gotten so much uh, equipment over the game. And Breath of the Wild is kind of like that. Um, the game, you know, boots up in difficulty, you know, as you uh, defeat more d- Divine Beasts. I think that's the only thing that it can do. But. You know, aside from that, you've got access to the entire world map. So you've got, you know, access to some of the harder enemy types from the beginning of the game. So the game is hard throughout. Throughout, yeah. Um, and it's just that, you know, the enemies do get harder as you def- as you have uh, cleared one, two, or three, or four Divine Beasts. I, yeah. I, I remember that. The enemies, like, levels are higher, but... Um, but yeah, no. And so Calamity Ganon is no, no exception. Um, even though you've got more um, armor and you've got better weapons and, you, and it's a lot harder fight, it doesn't take away from like the, the epic feel of it. Knowing, okay, this has got to be the most difficult fight and right. I've got to uh, piece together everything I've learned up until now. And then this that final cinematic moment when you're in the air with the bow of light um, and it, the world pauses for a second, you know? Yeah, I know. It's intense. That final moment of the game. So I, I was a huge fan of the uh, of the Dark Beast Ganon fight in particular, and it was actually going to be an honorary mention for me before it popped up on your list. 
Well, there we go. I'm glad but, that I was able to uh, to accommodate for your needs. <laughs> no, actually, this one, I wanted that to be on my list. I and mean, I had a difficulty between it and my number one, which, surprise, is going to be a Zelda game boss fight. Um, I saved the best for last. In truth, this entire list would be Zelda boss fights. Yeah, and true for you, because you, you just love Zelda. I know you, but yeah. you had to have a little bit of variety, huh? I had to have <laughs> a little bit of variety. I was going to do two Zelda games. I decided to relegate it to one. So... Um, We'll talk about that in just a second, but Clement again and Dark Beast Ganon was was uh, a big consideration for me as well. Um, but yeah, that leads right into my number one, which is Majora, or Majora. you know specifically you've got uh, Majora's Incarnation, Majora's Wrath, and sorry Majora's Mask, Majora's Incarnation, then Majora's Wrath, um, and the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, this boss fight is actually probably the easiest in the entire game. Probably. Depending on how you face uh, it. How you face it, exactly. It's also one of the more difficult ones. I've never actually fought Majora, I, I don't think, without the Fair State any mask. So, or, or, no, I think I have. I have, but um, I almost always fight Majora with the Fair State. And that's what actually makes this boss battle the number one for me and why mm -hmm. it had to take the list. Because um, Majora's Mask is overpowered because you, you see him in the beginning and then you go back to the exact moment which you had already gone because you're going back in time or whatever, you know, three days. And then you're it's back at the that final moment. moment on day three. Okay, oh, right. Okay, whatever. Well, the final moment on day three, whatever it is, and you fight him. And it's it, it's just so intense because you're in that moment on top of that roof and you're like, you got the fierce titty mask and you're fucking him up, dude. Well, you're, you're actually on the moon at is that, that what point. It is? Yeah. But Damn. It's been so long, dude. We're going to do it. That's that's coming up next season, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. I that's already great. said, because Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild, we did Breath of the Wild. That went out in the poll. So. Um, but Majora's Mask and Breath of the Wild are, you know, incidentally, my two favorite Zelda games, and they're tied. But I, I think in terms of boss fights, this one had to take the cake just because of the emotional significance that it carries, um, the significance across the entire game. Because in order to defeat um, Majora, I mean, you can do it on your own, and you have to make use of the three different transformation masks, Deku, Goron, and Zora Link. Um, and a lot of, and it's a fairly difficult boss battle. I have played it um, without the Fear Stady mask. But with the Fear Stady mask, it is insanely easy. It is ridiculously easy. But where it carries that, you know, emotional weight, like I was saying, um, is kind of in, in the, um, the fact that in order to obtain the Fear Stady mask, you have to obtain all 24, I think it is, masks in the game. Right. And, and you, that takes a lot of effort because you had to do a lot of side missions, a lot of helping out but random people for no, no, you would think with no reason. But if you collect them all, you get the most overpowered mask in the game, which allows you to fight the boss with ease. And it makes him a joke. A joke. And <laughs> you can only use Fierce Dating Mask at, in that boss in battle. In that boss battle. In the original. Uh, in the, the remake on the 3DS, um, the you can use the Fierce Dating Mask also in the, the fishing pond. But I, I remember um, just that being the one part in the game um, where you could use that mask and you always wanted to. And, you know, oh, yeah. it, it may have made the boss battle easy, but the fact that you had to go through some some uh, of them, you know, fairly difficult side missions, some of them having to go through entire side quest chains like the Anju and Cafe, you know, quest, I think twice to get everything that, you know, in the game uh, that that side quest has to offer. Um, so there was a lot of, um, of trading and, and going out of your way and honestly, you know, looking at guides because you needed to, cause you can't possibly find any of this on your own. Um, but you know, to get to that point. And so 
being able to to use the mask uh, that's a culmination of of everything in the game not just the story but you know any of the side missions that you did you truly probably beat the game at 100% if you at least got the fair stadium mask. Right, exactly. That, that, that's practically the 100% mark. I mean, short of a few bo- bottles and stuff um, and then upgrading all of your uh, your equipment and the pieces of heart. And pieces of heart, I was going to say that, unless you don't, uh, for some reason you wouldn't have your, all your pieces of heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of the other side quests were, were dependent on uh, some of the masks that you obtained, so um, it was always worth it to get. It's always worth it, if you're going to do any side quests, get all the masks in the game. It's kind of like in Breath of the Wild, I feel like if you're going to do any side quests, do all the shrines, because I feel like that makes the experience. Majora's Mask, I think collecting every mask is worth your time. Um, just because I think canonically speaking, you know, the fair state link is, is, you know, what happened in the right. timeline. That's, that's the, the canon ending. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if that was confirmed, but in my mind, it's my head canon. Okay. Fair state mask. And, and I think there's some kind of history behind there. Um, and it is just such a badass fight. So, um, and Majora is kind of actually freaky. So oh, he is, he's, he's a freaky, freaky bad boss. It's just, once you get to him, you realize how easy it is when you have the Fear Stadium mask. Again, obviously not the hardest boss fight in the game, but certainly the most impactful. Um, that leaves us with your number one. Which, of course, you cannot forget Minecraft Ender Dragon. That had to be mentioned. I, that, I, 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 You know what? I think I knew you were going to put that on your list. Really? Yeah. Did you have a feeling? Uh, yeah. I, I, I mentioned that one because it, it's just, obviously, because this is kind of a joke, but at the same time, it's not. Like you really think about it, you have to do a lot to get to that fucking Ender Dragon. It's on a lot of people's top tens, I think. And, and it would make sense. Fives. It would make sense that it would be on people's top tens or top fives because it's like you almost realize it's not there if you didn't know. You know what I mean? If you didn't really know what was going on in Minecraft, you would know it was there. And getting to the end is hard enough, and then happen to finding like a Nether base there with I think a uh, dude, and then you got to find strongholds. Like, how would you know all that shit? Yeah. It's wild. Again, it's, a, it's not just the fight itself, but like the previous one, every, what it took to get there. Exactly. The, the whole process to get there, the whole, the, the entirety, the, the thought process, the the survival skills, the everything you need to learn, know about Minecraft. <laughs> it's just, it's, there's a lot to it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I've actually never beat the Ender Dragon myself, but I've, I've faced him. Um, and I haven't actually taken all the steps to get to get, <laughs> beat the uh, Ender Dragon. Unfortunately, I've done that few times but um i i have um i have faced the ender dragon and definitely a formidable foe formidable foe i like yes (laughs) very hard um i don't i don't think i could beat the ender dragon but maybe one day i will maybe one day um i never well the problem is i love minecraft but i've just never spent enough time on it it's got like skyrim skyrim was fantastic i just it's hard to spend a lot of hours on it because you have to spend a lot of it's it's just that they're daunting you just spend so much time to actually get anywhere it's ridiculous yeah no exactly so you know but we're gonna be kind of challenging ourselves with several uh episodes this season on on those um so now we're gonna go ahead and um I guess that that's our top five boss battles in gaming. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing some more top fives and top tens. That's that's kind of what um, this topical format is going to look like, I think. Right. Um, and then followed by a random game review. Um, so Very we'll be short back. Game review. We'll mm-hmm. be back in a short moment in order to discuss New Super Mario Brothers Wii, which we've been playing throughout this podcast. Uh, throughout this entire podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, we're um we're playing New Super Mario Brothers Wii now. It's the game we're gonna talk about. Um, honestly, this game is uh, an integral part of our childhoods, right, Dakota? Yeah, a little bit. I've <laughs> been playing this for a long time. Um, I remember uh, us being able to like fucking. Well, it's you know four players all at once, which is fun. So it's your typical Mario shit. You know, not much has changed except that you've got four players on at once. Um, and honestly, it's managed in a really lovely way. It's another multiplayer game that allows um, a second player to kind of drop in and drop out. Not at any time. you got to play the levels. But better than the traditional Mario Brothers where, you know, player two had to uh, wait until player one died. And you suck at that part, Dakota. Yeah, well, I'm catching up <laughs> to you. You're going to die right here if you don't uh, get Okay. So now, you know, everybody works together, and you can actually cause chaos, too. It's really fun. No, it's more than just cause chaos. You can fuck the other player over if you're not right, careful. Right, you can, you know, right, right, as right as we're speaking this, I'm lifting Dakota up and throwing him down a pit. We used to be dicks to each other, honestly. And this is so fun how you could do that at this game. Um, and then the uh, the bubble mechanic is nice. Whenever you die, um, you you know, as long as there's another player, you know, you come back as a bubble. So, I mean, this game really actually is better played with friends, but it's not like it's a different experience either way. The levels are the same, but playing with friends, um, you know, like the Lego games, another game which does co-op multiplayer really, really well, um, there's just there's always something for uh, the other player to do. And the game is an enhanced, but not, um, not like a wholly different experience. Right, yeah. Playing with someone else. Um, but enough that it's it's the ideal will to play. So Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers takes uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, I should say, takes advantage of that. I think some of the sequels have have as well, but I haven't played really any of them. This was, but we we love to play this as kids. This was back on the Wii. Um, we're playing it right now on the Wii U. And <laughs> see, Dakota just bubbled up. I bubbled to come and come to you because there's no other way to do it. Hey, you can get these coins, bud. Do not jump off of that rope yet. That, that's what I like, friends. though. Whenever you die, you come back as a bubble, and the other player has to pop you. So, um, whoop, I just died. Yes, you did. You're trash. So you kind of get continues if you play through this. Or you can intentionally sabotage other players or feel like, you've oh, I've got this, you know, like Dakota and I just did in a level together. <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, I got this. And then we, we lost the level because everybody was dead. But, um, but yeah, no. And... Uh, this game had some pretty in impressive boss battles, I guess, you know, yeah, on, on the topic of it. Um, right. it. In typical Mario format, they were all, you know, uh, just, fight, uh, you know, do repeat the pattern three times. But it kind of had that um, pattern boss fight. I guess I should that, say... That, uh, that, that three-phase... You know, and it was, but it's in Mario. It's always three. It's always three. Yeah. Um, some of the bosses I think were more unique than others, but I, I believe they were the the Koopalings. But um, I guess I can't say that they're all too memorable right now. I mean, it, it, in the end, it is it is Mario. Uh, not a lot of it's different, but um, I Woo, got that one. What up. I liked about this was the cooperative play. I think that uh, this game, in, you know, 
was enhanced. And the propeller hats are damn fun. Hell yeah, they are. And the penguin suits. <laughs> the penguin suits. Fuck yeah, the penguin suits are awesome. You can slide fucking everywhere, man. Well, they, they, they do the same as the ice flower, I remember. But you can also like slide on your belly. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and we, we talked about Mario, you know, earlier too. Um, this was something I, you know, I think I was playing even past the point, you know, that it was kind of for my intended age group, and I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh yeah, it was still fun. It's always, it, I mean, I dude, we're playing it right now. I mean, shit. Yeah, that that's honestly that, that's why we're like stopping every once in a while. We're like, it, it's hard to focus because this game is intense, bro. These guys are hard. These, Fuck. These, these damn. Carry on, my wayward son. I know. Carry on. Ugh, I Boom. Got it. You got it. Let's go. All right. We got three Two, mushrooms. Three of Fuck them. yeah, dude. That sounds great. That's all we needed today. We beat this entire game. Plenty of times. I think we've done it multiple times, bud. Let's yeah. do it again. Let's go. Well, you and I could probably <laughs> draw through this game pretty quickly if we tried. Yeah. We sat I mean, there with a bunch of monsters and well, a bunch of weed. Yeah, we get yeah. through this pretty quickly. Yeah, we had. Um, I mean, we, we're already in World Five. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just started playing like a couple minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. But when when I say that, um, there's a there's a warp from warp one, you know, World One to World Five. So, yeah. <laughs> but it sounds impressive when you're like, oh, I done warped, bitch. You, oh, Uh-oh. shit, shit, shit! I'm gonna get a Bowser. No, I'm not. Okay, we're good. I got one. Fuck yeah! These mini games are are were, were pretty. I mean, these are pretty intense. You know, it's been a long time since I played this fucking game. <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Okay. Um it's uh it's a fun take on a <sighs> classic uh Mario formula. Obviously nothing new or revolutionary per se. I mean it's Mario. It's Mario, yeah. But it it's actually it's pretty damn fun. <laughs> um and, and I have to appreciate the um the like I said, the the cooperative uh, game, you know, the co-op gameplay. Um, I have to appreciate. I mean, it's pretty imaginative too. I mean, there's a lot of creativity yeah. put in this game. The backdrops are pretty cool. I mean, I love the you know the two D side scroller type. I don't know. It's just it's a lot of fun. Right. Exactly. I think that's kind of what I what I was getting at there is, you know. Um, well, then this part's intense, bro. We gotta go down to the bottom. Fuck there's these there's something to be said about you know playing Mario games, um, as far as you know, they're a lot of them are largely the same and, and stick to kind of the same formula. But it's something that where other games that's criticized, Mario, it's almost praised for. That is Mario. Oh, you know, absolutely. Mario is exactly the same now uh, and, and is accessible to the same audience. And I think that that's important that we have uh, games that are like that, um, that are kind of just timeless. They don't need to necessarily grow up uh, with the gamer, but they can stay what they are. And, some people will appreciate it, and some new people will appreciate it. I think the uh, the one after this new Super Mario Brothers U had the cat suits in it or something. Or was that Super Mario 3D World? I can't remember. They came out around the same time. I didn't play either one of them. I think it was 3D World. I think even Super Mario Galaxy had the cat suits too, didn't it? No, Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, they had those leaves. And Galaxy 2. There was a bee suit. Oh, there's a bee suit. Is that what it in, was? In the first one. I remember that. Um God, and, and you know, it's been a while since I played those, but it was been a while since I played this game. I mean, we had to kind of refresh ourselves. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and we decided, fuck it, let's just, we're going to play it in play the background. Exactly. Might as well, right? Make this a little more cash. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been a good episode. 
what would you rate this uh, this game, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, out of five, Dakota? I mean, out of five, I mean that's kind of hard because like I want to rate this, you know, with other games, but I can't because it's like apples to oranges. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, if I really had to rate it, I guess. Oh, goodness, I guess I had to do like a three point five. Three point five. That's fair. Give an honest rating. Uh, objective quality, and I I would stick to there, but. For this game accomplishing everything that it intends to do, um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 4 out of 5. I think just taking certain things into account, taking into the technology at the time, taking into account the intended audience. Um, and, and I know that you, you could say that for anything, but I, I kind of want to look at this objectively and, and um, you know, in its intended purpose, how well did it do? Um, and when it comes to video games, a lot of times you kind of have to look at it that way. So 4 out of 5 for me. Not saying that like I prefer it, you know, and, I, and I'm more likely to pl to pl replay that over maybe something on another episode I would might have considered a three point five, um, because it's definitely not it, it's not something like I just I just really pick up anymore. Um, it's not like one of my like favorite games of all time, but yet so it's kind of surprising that you know I wouldn't want to play this. <laughs> But I guess because we just don't have a Wii and we never play it anymore, and you know this game wasn't groundbreaking enough to you know let's bust open the Wii to play it, and almost everything else we, we want is has been ported at some point. But um, but yeah, no it, memorable experience nonetheless. Definitely an integral part of my childhood. Yeah, I agree. This is something that I that I I, I don't know. I, it's right. It's just it's another. Part of my childhood. This brings up so many memories, Dakota. You, me, and Chrissy. My sister, yeah. That's another thing. It's, it's like a family thing, not just you and I. It's like there are so many people we played this game with when we were younger just because it was fun. It was the only big multiplayer game we could all just fuck around with. Yeah, yeah. It did the Especially because you could really fuck well. with each other. Yeah, you, you could not only, yeah. you know, it, it was like friendly fire. There was chaos. Yeah, you could always fuck with each other, and I think that was that was that's one of the best parts. Um and you know what? Also, what's not one of the best parts is these fucking caterpillars, the wigglers. Yeah. Wait, wait, Shit. wait. Making. All right, come on, come on, bro. We got this. Watch this. I'm gonna get this. Right hey, here. this is gonna be good too because we're gonna be doing uh, new. Uh, we're gonna be doing Super Mario Brothers the movie on Collateral Cinema later this season. So that'll be nice. That would be nice. See, see, this is what I don't like. Why can't my fucking fire shots? Fuck out these caterpillar wiggler bitches. <laughs> the five caterpillar wiggler bitches. <laughs> no, fuck them. <laughs> fuck the caterpillar wiggler bitches. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll kind of you know wrap it up there. Here, um, collateral gaming is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Chill Lover Radio. Uh, we are on wherever you get your podcasts. You wherever. Uh, we're gonna put some put out some more YouTube content soon, hopefully. Um, some more Patreon content as well is in the books. We're gonna be doing some more of these episodes, Collateral Gaming Bonus Round. Um, at least at the same frequency, Collateral Cinema is doing Collateral Cinema Director's Cut. Um, speaking of which, I guess I'll throw Bo a little uh, shout out there because they shouted us out in the last episode because they. But this motherfucker's like. Ash will throw a fit if we don't, if we don't, uh, <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> that sounds like, if Bo. we don't mention collateral gaming. So, all right. So fuck, you, fuck you, but also thank you. No, you do that cinema. and then you bubble, bro. That's what I should have done. I should have jumped up there and fucking bubbled. Wow. Um, We're thinking of all these at a time things. That's what's so great about these multiplayer is you can use that to your advantage. But, uh, but no, Collateral Cinema, um, we're going to be doing Joker. Oh, That's going to be our next movie. And I'm bubbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Joker. Is that what you said? Joker. Joker. That's going to be exciting. I feel like that came out I've been wanting ago, but 
to watch that for a while now. I have been too. I feel like we've been putting it off for a while, but on all this quarantine shit's messing with us too now. Exactly. Can't so even go to the movie theater anymore. We're not even all together anymore. We're gonna be starting, you know, skyping in. Dakota happens to live with me, so he's quarantined with me. But um, but as far as collateral cinema goes, we're all gonna be kind of you know in our separate places doing Skype. So, but Dakota and I will be here at the studio, the better studio, my studio. Skip it. There's another one. And Bo will be in the old studio, um, which I got to, you know I got to be in for our last Sonic episode we did with Collateral Cinema. Interesting. It was it was kind of cool being back in in the old studio, the the shack. Oh okay. shit! You you're I'm gone gone. You're gone gone. This is all you need. Now you're gone gone. <laughs> <laughs> now we're both gone gone. Rest in peace. Um, my God, ladies and gentlemen, what are we? What are we? We're the worst Super Mario Bros. Wii U player. Um, but yeah, no Collateral Cinema. You can find wherever you can find Collateral Gaming. I'm gonna have a lot more content out there as well. Dakota and I are there. Come join the party. If you love video games, you probably like movies. So feel free to check it out. Does it make a start over the whole world? Yeah, it makes a start over the whole world. But Shit. It's okay. We only got one episode in. That we're sucks. only on on world round two, so <laughs> we, we could breeze through this world again. Um, but yeah, collateral. As far as collateral gaming, um, you heard it. We are going to be talking about God of War, the new one, the boy. And you know, I think God of War does need a subtitle. It needs to be God it of War, boy, 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 boy. Um. Dakota was actually just playing some. I've beat it. I've beat almost all there is to do. I'm just finishing up. I'm fighting fucking Valkyries, which are hard as fuck. Hard as fuck. <laughs> but I beat the main story. It was phenomenal. That game is a piece of art. Stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to be doing, since we're quarantined, and we're going to be you know, kind of finishing our Let's Plays maybe and getting um, caught up on some things that we've been promising for a while. Being able to actually play the games, Dakota. Yeah, actually playing them. That's going to be nice. And also, Dakota, whenever I played fucking Death Stranding, you wouldn't do shit. So don't even talk. Hey, I got actually pretty damn far in Death Stranding. You did not beat Death Stranding. Either. I did not beat it, but I got pretty damn far. Yeah, you need to put hours into it. But yeah, that's, our, that's a hard game to beat. And I was able to get ahead after that. We started doing... Uh, hey, Crown Bone here. We started doing uh, our last episode. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We mentioned it. We did. That was a fun episode. Um, go check that out if you haven't already. Go check out our at the movies episode crossover with Collateral Cinema. Yeah, it's our second crossover. First one being in our uh, oh, I remember that one, Bandersnatch. Yeah, um, and we've got some more. Well, actually, our it will be our third. Our second one was the uh, the room episode. Oh, you are right. And we've got another one planned this season. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, we'll be announcing that later on down. I'll, Partially just to keep suspense, partially because I don't want to like break a promise. <laughs> Honestly, I get that. Um, but yeah, I guess that's about it. We're rambling on long enough. Um, this episode is kind of more just a casual thing. Um, the audio on here is fucked up. I know. I, I can't do anything about it. I don't have an interface. We're using this fucking... I, we're on quarantine, so I can't even go buy an interface. I couldn't get one you know, in time for today. Hopefully by the next episode, we can get that ready. Um, or I can borrow the one from Bo somehow. But you know, we're social distancing, so I can't see Bo. But anyway, we're using a fucking uh, what is it external sound card. It's, it's like a little USB device. And it, honestly, it was 20 bucks. So shout out you know, to Best Buy for good uh, coronavirus procedures and being able to be in store, but like taking preventative measures. So they were, they were good about that, and they were open. Um, you know what we didn't get into, and I kind of wanted to turn this into was kind of more of a like a gaming news, like you know, moving over our collateral gaming news. 
Oh, yeah. We talked about it a little bit with coronavirus going on, but um, one thing I want to mention... <laughs> Why did you grab my fucking big thing and then you died, <laughs> you monster? This is why this game is Bro, fucked up. I'm not. I'm only half paying attention to this, so you know I, I've got I've got both my eyes closed. Is that's what uh, that's what Dunkey says? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that you too. Really, it's funny. Oh, you're out, out, bud. Um, How did you just go out? Didn't we just die, die? Yeah, <laughs> you were already die, dying again on round I, one. I honestly have not been playing very well. Um, the fuck was I talking about? Right. So another thing with the you know the coronavirus going around, COVID nineteen, um, E three was canceled. A lot of things are canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I, I guess maybe we will end up doing our collateral gaming news segment, but I kind of like to move it over to this, to this part. Um, kind of do it in our bonus rounds from now on. But um, but yeah, that's about it, guys. Um, definitely um, give us a, a you know a rating. Review us, you know, hit us up on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're trying to kind of kick up our Twitter game. For some reason, I'm, I've been keeping up with Insta and, you know, I'll, I'll post some things to Facebook like memes and shit. But Twitter's the one that's a little intimidating because there's just such a huge world out there. But um, we'd like to interact with some more fellow podcasters. Um, interact with us there. Go follow us on our, you know, regular social media accounts. That's fine. And, um, also, uh, leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. If you use that platform, you know, leave us five stars and a review. Let us know what you think. Um, I say rate five stars, but if you want to rate us one star, you're welcome to. I, I really hope you don't. Yeah, please right. don't. But uh, please, but, please, but please be, but be honest. <laughs> How about this? Be honest, okay? If you actually believe we're worth five stars, give us five stars. But if not... <laughs> no, give us some fucking five stars. Don't give us anything. There you go. We need some five stars, um, Don't yeah, spread the word. Collateral gaming. I think that's uh, that's about it for me. What about you, Dakota? That's really all I have to say today, bud. Alrighty. Well, I am Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Gaming bonus round. We are out. Out. Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor.